Welcome to Let Go, Lean In, a transformational leadership podcast for women. In this podcast, you will have an opportunity to grow an awareness of an area in your work, life, or faith that you want to change. Gain a tool that can help you in that area of growth and receive encouragement for you to learn to let go of the self-limiting beliefs that hold you back and lean in toward Jesus who has given you the abilities and the talents and the passions to live this one life wholeheartedly. Thanks for joining me for today's episode. Well, welcome to another episode of Let Go Lean In. I'm really excited to get to introduce you to my friend, Terry Covey, who over the years that we've connected with each other, we found out that we lived in nearly the same neighborhood, ran in the same circles of people. This is going to be such a great conversation. Terry, thank you for being willing to be a guest on Let Go Lean In. Well, thank you, Lisa. It's just my pleasure. And it's just fun because I I feel like we're kindred spirits. So it's been great. Thank you. Agreed. Agreed. We can talk Enneagram and why that is is true that we're, um, you know, I do this. What you can't (laughs) see, my dear listener, is that I'm going back and forth with my hands because we we are kindred spirits and we've had a lot of similar life experiences. So this will be fun (laughs) for sure. Well, to that point, I really would like to introduce you formally to the listeners and I'm going to read your bio. So, okay. Here we go. Terry Covey is in transition from being a busy mom of many, 10 children, and home educating teacher for 30 years to a Christian life coach. For 10 years, she shared faith and life's lessons on her blog. She's a lifelong learner, loves to read a variety of books, nonfiction, and usually several at the same time. She loves her family animals of all kinds, and staying active with snow skiing, wake surfing, and volleyball being her favorites. She owns a small candle company, plus helps her family of entrepreneurs with their work projects as needed. The transition to almost empty nester hasn't been easy, but with the help of a few coaches, plus her life coach, Lisa, oops, (laughs) She discovered her calling. (laughs) Terry wants to help other women through the variety of life's transition and constant decision-making as they discover God's best for their life. She has studied with Professional Christian Life Coaching Institute and plans for further education with them through 2022. So transitions are your expertise, it sounds like. Yeah, I think so. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and I um, am honored that you included me in this because it was a fun set of, of sessions that we've had. And again, yes. kindred spirits. And that's the fun thing yeah. about the work that I get to do is really get to know somebody and be with. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Speaking of, of being with, the point of us being here together today is to, is to really help others learn what leadership looks like 
in different people's lives. And to that end, you know, a transformational leader is one who's in transition, honestly, because you're learning and then helping others learn. So you are a transformational leader, even if you don't call yourself that to somebody else, when you say, this is who I am, this is what I do. So to that point, I love to hear this from every guest that I've had the privilege of interviewing and look forward to interviewing. Do you have an early memory of leadership that you would be willing to share with us? Yeah, um, that was a, uh, an interesting question um, because you think back and you're like, first off, I don't think of myself as a leader, but then I am. I'm a manager. I've led my family. I realize, wow, I really have led and I think pretty well. I've messed up here and there, but going all the way back, I think I think back to um, literally like junior high Uh when I had discovered a sewing project where I made myself a purse and I decided everybody needs to have this. This is so great. And I'll make $8, you know, $8. That's a lot of money. Make everybody the purses. And I, I forget if I sold two or three or four, I don't even know. But I think it was the idea of um, maybe forgetting that we have something to share. And when we share Mm -hmm. it, we are in essence leading. Um, And maybe that scares me because I was in a more conservative environment and group when I was raising my kids early on. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of afraid of leading per se, because I don't want to lead anybody away from God's call for them. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of a big thing for me. But um, I think the leading um, that maybe I want to highlight for women is the leading yourself well, not Mm -hmm. just leading others but leading yourself well. And this comes all the way back to, we were in an era in the seventies where I hate to say it, but we called people jocks and freaks and nerds. And they were, that was your group in, in high school. And I was the weirdo that was in kind of all the groups. I hung out with everybody. And, and I think honestly, without knowing it back then, I just didn't like being in a box and I didn't Mm -hmm. like putting other people in a box. Mm So in essence, that was um, leading myself and saying, no, I, I won't do this thing that everybody says is cool to do or not cool to do. Right. And then that even transferred to like when people started doing crazy things and, you know, buying beer or driving too fast. And I'd be like, let me out of the car, please. I am not going to die on this night. Yeah. You know, so there again, yeah. it was, it was leading it. And maybe it was my fear being a six. <laughs> probably kept me alive. Um, But honestly, I think that was also just, it was leading myself well. And Mm -hmm. I think we need to kind of know what we believe to do that. So, so maybe that's why life coaching has really been something that works for me is I don't want to tell you how to parent. I don't want to tell you how to do everything. I can give you ideas, Mm -hmm. but I think the most important thing is, is learning how to lead yourself well. I could not agree more. I love that you said that because when you think about that that fun, I'm going to make these purses and sell them so everybody can have this great thing too, yeah. that is a, a way of leading by saying, I found this 
and I want you to benefit. Right. Not that I found this and this is the one and only right thing to do. And I'm going to tell you how to do that wagging finger kind of, uh, you know, uh, appearance, (laughs) but but the enthusiasm that you have over discovering, wow, this, this is an amazing way of being. And you want other people to be free to do that. That's, that is the essence of learning to lead yourself well and being a transformational leader at the same right. time because right. you can't give somebody something you don't possess yourself and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as a coach we're walking alongside people asking them to dig deep to discover connections to to see new opportunities, make plans, things like that. But with permission, we get to share, well, here's, here's a resource that, that I've discovered that may be helpful to you. Mm -hmm. It's up to them Mm -hmm. to choose it or not, but we have to know what that is for ourselves first. Mm -hmm. And so this, this idea of being in transition is one, you know, that, that you've noticed in looking back is still a process of your present. And, exactly. and that, you know, kind of leads me to my next favorite question, because learning to lead yourself well means that you are, you know, taking on new things and maybe letting go of others and leaning in <laughs> toward Jesus in a new and deeper way. What is a tool that you have found to be super helpful that you want to share with other people, or what's a tool that you used and recognized, you know, that was limiting and, you know, you can use Mm. it now, but you might want to toss it out Mm. because it's not as expensive. I mean, it, you know, it can go either way and somewhere in between. Is there something that stands out for you? Um, Yeah, probably a couple things Um, in particular. And I understand that this is so basic. It sounds really silly to even bring it up, but to me, and I think a lot of other women, it's not, it's a planner. It's, Mm -hmm. it's not a calendar. It's not a um, weekly place that you just record what you did, which is what I did for years. I mean, my calendars from years ago were literally filled with tiny writing, what I did today, what I did today, but I didn't plan anything. And I had a big family. So planning was meals and homeschool and chores, but I didn't need to plan what we were doing on Thursday because I kind of knew what we were doing on Thursday. Mm -hmm. But as my kids got older, I discovered that I, the sky was the limit and I'm a not so organized thinker. I'm a visionary and I, I, um, I cast my net wide. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like, oh yeah, let's do this. And then I have all the things to do and they muddle and I get lost in the ideas and I end up not getting very far um, or maybe just a little bit chaotically moving forward. So several years ago, I don't know, five, six or so years ago, I decided, hey, I'm going to make myself a planner challenge. I'm on Instagram and I have a blog. So I thought, hey, I'll, I'll ask some readers to join me. And um, I didn't really care if anybody join me. I just knew I needed to do this. So if I threw it out there, it maybe meant that I would do it. So I did it for a year Mm -hmm. and I committed every day. I would plan the next day. Um, and I would look at my weeks and it ended up being 
the best thing I've ever done. It helped me to get things done that wouldn't normally get done. I would say now on my, I have a little box. I made my own planner. I, oh, I, okay. I used um, a lot of different planners and I finally found the one that, that was like, I like this from this planner and this from this planner. And I like my day to look this and I like big. So I use a full size planner instead of a little one because mm-hmm. I like to write a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I have my candle business. I help my kids with their businesses. I have a big family. I have so much and my blog and my writing and my life coaching. So I have, I feel, you know, here's all my to do's, but I have one spot that I don't do religiously, but it says one thing. And I know this is something I'm procrastinating on. Oh, I put mm. off watering my plants or I put off cleaning that drawer out and I will throw one thing in there, or I will call this one person, you know, about coaching or something. Right. And that helps me to just kind of honestly feel a little guilty when I don't do that one thing, or I don't Mm -hmm. do those things that I pre wrote down. Mm -hmm. And so that has really helped. Um, It helps me to determine what I put on my plan for tomorrow or this week, instead of what everybody else is asking me to do. I'm still, I'm still family first. I have a big family. I have going on 20 grandchildren and I, I'm really busy. Yes. Twins are coming in a few months. So we're going to be really busy this year. Oh my goodness. But yes. Because of that, I need to be available. So because of that, I need to make sure that the things that need to get done for business or, or my own mm-hmm. life and home are on that planner. And I'm not a, Oh, plan the month out. I, I'm, that's not how I roll, but man, if I know here's three things this week and then tomorrow, here's what I I have to do. Mm -hmm. I know when I wake up in the morning that that's going to get, going to get done. So that's huge. And I have had several people write in and say, Oh, I got a planner made a big difference. You know, I think we think it's for corporate executives or something. And even Mm -hmm. the mom who's home and maybe just has a little side gig or um, just has a lot going on in her own life with her kids, a, a planner just really, really does make a difference. So there you go. I love it. And then, um, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to, it's practical. And honestly, Terry, that's the thing that we need. What is a practical tool that I can start implementing? Anybody can go to, to Ross or a, a store, like even I've seen planners at the dollar store. You don't have to spend a million dollars to have, you know, the fancy with all the the details to your point, you can try different ones and then put together something that you want. So you've made your own planner. Do you like have it printed or do you just like draw up and put it on your copier? How do you, how do you, no, I, I actually made it in Canva and I keep tweaking it. Okay. And I actually have a friend, she's called me her life coach. She actually, I knew her from California and now she lives in Colorado and I live here in Arkansas and we still connect. Nice. And she said, I need to use a planner. I know you've talked about a planner. And so I said, Hey, I want to put this on my website and sell it as, you know, just a downloadable planner, not for a whole lot, but yeah. would you try it out? I'll send it to you. So I'm sending her a couple months at a time. She's printing them up and she says it has changed everything. Wow. But that's yeah. So I, I print mine up literally. It's not that hard. I just put them in a PDF file that prints them in order 
And um, if you have a color copier, it's prettier because I use pretty colors. Um, (laughs) But yeah, and I even know the kind of paper that you can use. So if you like markers, it doesn't bleed through. So it it literally costs me, I think, $3 a year to print it up on good paper. So $3 a year. Mm-hmm. That's all the paper costs. Now, granted, a little bit more for ink. So, but it's really not that much when you think of a year. Oh yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, I, I've yeah. never found a a planner that I have liked. First of all, right, right. And I have played with the idea of making my own, but haven't okay. ever done that because I don't have the skill set of oh. Canva, you know, and things like that. I would have to hand okay. draw it, and and right. I thought, no, no, no. So. <laughs> Is your planner available on your website for it listeners? Is not, that's something? But oh, it, okay. it, it's not yet, but it will be by, I'm hoping December. That's oh. going to be my goal. And actually, um, I have year. a colored, yes, I have a colored one that I did. And then my daughter-in-law is an artist. So I actually had her do some black and white sketches that I need to get going for those that want to color in or just want oh. black and white. So I will be having that, um, not a big deal. It's just one of those things that if somebody just wants an inexpensive way to do it and doesn't want to, I mean, people are selling planners for 50 bucks now. And I'm like, Oh, I know. (laughs) I don't think it's necessary. Yeah. 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 I, I Um, did. I paid for one that I got the PDFs and I went to the printer to print it out. It was going to be $130 to get this year planner (laughs) done the way that I could have bought it for $50. Oh my goodness. And I just thought, okay. And, and of course the PDF didn't cost $50. However, it, right. That was money that I spent that I didn't need to spend because I didn't end up getting it printed. And so then I don't know about you, but I then have to work through the, why did you do that kind of narrative and all that kind of stuff? So, (laughs) and then you feel guilty every time you see it on your computer and you're thinking, I should have used that. Oh yeah, definitely. definitely. Which is why I love the podcast. Don't should on yourself because if you say that really fast, you know, but I I know, know, I know it's true. I gotta, I gotta work on that. I think that's part of learning to lead myself. Well, right. It's like, well, that was a it choice is. that I made and it, it turned out to be not the best choice at that time. And yeah. oh, well, move on. I'm so. getting better at it. It's yeah. my age and wisdom, yeah. I guess, because I'm yeah. getting a little better at just letting it go. But yes. yeah, yeah. So I'm going to be doing that. And then um, another thing that I had as a goal, my writer coach recommended I get my, it's called think, pray, plan, do. I know I really would love three names in there, yeah. but three words, but yeah. um, that's what I came up with. And, and this is something I came up with. I feel like God gave it to me. Um, I was at a writing conference three years ago and I was just wondering what I could do for other women and for myself. And Mm -hmm. God gave me this, these words, think, pray, plan, do. And what came out of that was this idea that, you know, we have the get things done that was popular years ago about, you know, getting your lists in and and having it all scheduled out. And we have all these people trying to get us into productivity. But I think, especially as Christians, what I find is that we neglect the thinking and the praying. We do the planning and the doing. And I feel like this is a huge missing link for me and for most people. Mm -hmm. So I I started writing to that end. I had this idea of maybe an ebook or something, Uh but I at least have the rough 
sketch that I actually put in my planner that it's before you start the month, before you start the week, or even before you start the day, you've got a piece of paper, which is a template that I'll have on my website real soon here. I'll have it by the time this podcast goes live. Nice. Um, but it's just a worksheet that you can fill out at the beginning of the, like I said, the day or the week or the month. Um, and it's just a place to think and ponder what's going on in life. Where mm-hmm. are you at? What are you struggling with? What do you know in your heart needs to get done? And then just a section for prayer. And I mean, there's not going to be much to fill out unless you have specific prayer, prayer requests or verses that come to mind. Um, but just a place to here's thinking, this is what's going on. It, it kind of centers us. It pulls us together mm-hmm. to what's actually going on in my life. Instead of what are all the things on my to-do list? What are all the things that right. somebody told me I should do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We get so, oh, I do it too. We get so muddled in that. And this yeah. gives you this focus to stop and say, no, wait a minute. What do I know before God and before my duties that I have in my life? What's important? Yeah what's going on, then pray about it, and then start your planning, then start saying, well, based on that, what is important to plan? Mm -hmm. And and then the doing part comes kind of naturally when I believe it comes from our heart of knowing we're doing the right thing, knowing that it came from thought and prayer. Yeah. Oh, that is that is something that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, Yeah. what a a great idea because i just i just picture the idea of narrowing you know we start with all of this information coming at us and so we have lots of thoughts lots and lots of thoughts you with a seven wing you have a lot of thoughts going on in there (laughs) and being your sixth person you want to make sure you're going to be skeptical about those thoughts and so you want to make sure that what you actually get to doing lines up with what God has yes. in mind for you. So I, I, I love how yes. he gave you those yes. four words. Think, yeah. pray, yeah. plan, do. Right. That's excellent. That's it. And of course, That's it. honestly, Terry, this is a great like segue into the, the big idea of lead, learning to lead yourself well. What does it look like? But also I, my heart is always toward women being understanding about their world, their part, their inner world, and the effect that they have on the the circle of influence around them. What does it look like to thrive? Because that's honestly my understanding. God has given us his very self so that we can love into the world and let people know that he is love. And, and Mm. so everything that we do flows out of that kind of heart. What does it look like for you to thrive knowing that you've, you know, got your planner and you're putting this together and you're in transition and you've got twins coming this year and, oh my goodness. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's, I mean, that is a really great question. And of course us, coaches, we love to hear it. That was a great question because yes, question a money question. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good, that's a good question. And I think, um, during my coaching with you, uh, that has come up and it, you, you will know the story because you helped me, you know, cipher through that where, uh, social media and online marketing and trying to market a business yeah. is, is strenuous at best. 
And as we were talking, you heard in my heart that it was maybe um, disingenuous to who I was, this constantly reaching out, constantly blogging, constantly trying to get my thoughts or my words out so I might help somebody. And you said um, that maybe my heart was more to go after the one instead of the many. Um, going back to, you know, Jesus's story of going after the lost sheep. And I know I'm not necessarily in the missionary mindset of going after that to, to save, but at the same time, that idea for me was so very striking Mm -hmm. that um, maybe that's why this hasn't been authentic to me is I'm much better one-on-one. I'm much better when I can just sit and carry in a conversation Mm -hmm. with you. Um, and hear your heart or ask questions. I'm a big question asker. So coaching fits perfectly with me. That's just natural. My dad taught it to me, I think. Um, so that idea of first off for me thriving was not chasing all that, that everybody mm-hmm. says to chase mm-hmm. all the noise. My, my coaching practice, my website has been living above the noise forever and I end up finding that I'm, I, my, my world is so noisy. I'm forgetting to, to take my own advice. Uh-huh. So that going after the one really helped me. I have to remind myself cause I'm still extremely busy, but thriving, um, I guess would, would mean to me using God's gifts and talents to, to my fullest potential. Yeah. Um, and that's what I would hope for everybody else. You know, thrive is a rich world word. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a word that I guess gives us maybe some, it gives me oxygen. When I mm. think of thriving, I kind of feel like I can take a deep breath nice. when I'm thinking of that term. Um, it's, it's, it's knowing yourself well enough so that you can reach out and not be afraid to do what God has called you to do or what mm-hmm. maybe you feel led to do and you're not quite sure if God's in it. And that's me as a six. Oh, that's scary. What if he's not, <laughs> what if he didn't mean it? And then true trust yeah. is meaning that um, I'll find out along the way if he's in it or not. He obviously gave me that planted thought and now I have to actually trust him yeah. along the way to find out if it's going to work or not. So thriving would be, um, not what the world says is thriving, uh-huh. which would be, um, success and money and numbers on your Instagram yeah. or whatever. It would be knowing that I'm actually doing the will of God or leaning into a calling, um, and trusting him for the outcome. Well, that's yes. thriving because either way, if I succeed, I did well. And I feel that's thriving. And if I failed, not failing in a bad way, but failing to the point where I go, Oh, wow, this didn't work. Well, isn't that thriving also? Because then God pulled me in and said, no, you know, my daughter, Mm. I actually, this isn't for you and it's okay. You can trust that it wasn't for you and you're not any lesser for it. Right. Um, so yeah, I would think thriving, um, freedom. I'm I'm just going to read Um, from, from my notes that freedom comes when we find who we are and how God wired us and designed each one of us to function. And that ultimately to me, I'll say often, you know, we think of, um, Jesus as, um, we're free in Christ. So as soon as we know Jesus, but I feel like we can't get that freedom until we know that we need him until we know that, whoa, I actually need him. And I think we all go through saying, oh, well, I accepted Jesus. I'm good. Now, what do I have to do today? 
And we forget that the freedom comes from knowing, oh, I'm not good enough. And it's okay. God loved me anyway. What yeah. work does he have for me to do today? Yes. Disregarding the outcome. Sure, it's wonderful when it works. But I, I think that's it in essence. It's, mm. it's thriving no matter the outcome, no matter the seasons of change. Yeah. Talking about transitions. Yeah. 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 I love that, Terry. I, I just... As you were you were speaking, I was seeing Jesus with you as you were doing, think, yeah. pray, plan, do. And that that arm around you, that's okay. This isn't for you. Right. That comforting presence, like, you know, I'm with you, no matter the outcome. And and so the process is really where thriving can take place, not exactly. in the result. If I'm, yep. if I may like hear what you said and, and take it in mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. And, and that's, you know, people talk about, you know, it's a journey, not a destination that life is. And so, right. you know, be, be who you are, where you are. There's so many ways to say it, but I just love that you have distilled that thriving is in the process and that right. you are not going to, well, at least you're working to not be distracted by the outcome, <laughs> right? The outcome I like that. Is working. not <laughs> Right. And, yes. and, you know, we, we joked at the beginning about how we're, you know, kindred spirits and, and I'm making my hands go back and forth. And the fact that you are a six with a dominant seven wing, and I am a seven with a very strong six wing is it's fun because I understand yes. your perspective and I hear and see the ways that seven is coming into, mm. you know, I, I just need to, to boil this down and not be distracted by all the things that are going on. Cause that's the seven yes. <laughs> Hello, shiny <laughs> object off I go. So to the, to oh. the point of your planners and then what it means to thrive. It's such an opening. This is what, and listening to you, I feel opened up that there mm. is freedom and I, there isn't just one way to be and that I can have fun in this process and yes, discover exactly. what do I need to let go of and where can I lean in to Jesus to this? Mm -hmm. I, I love uh, Matthew 11, 28 through 30, because he says, come to me, learn from me. I'll give you rest. I'll show you the unforced rhythms of grace. Mm. And just saying that slowly has comforted my heart and soul when I'm, you know, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing enough? Am I did it to me? You know, the, the noise, yes. oh. your, your focus of living above the noise mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is, is such an invitation. And so to, to you listening, you are going to be able to get in touch with Terry. I will have in the show notes how to be connected with her on all the socials, which she doesn't love, but she's there because she is a faithful woman. <laughs> so That's right. You That's will be right. able to connect there, but also a way that you can connect directly with her because the way that she is going to coach is going to be from an authentic place and helping you in a transition. And don't we go through those on a regular basis? 
My goodness. Terry, thank you so, so much for being willing to, to have this conversation and good for us that we were actually able to have a conversation and not go ping ponging over all the different topics. <laughs> Yay. That's right. That's we did right. it. We did it. Oh. Well, again, for those of you um, that are listening and have enjoyed this, go over to letgoleaninpodcast.com and you will find the show notes there and ways that you can connect further with Terry Covey, my dear friend. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Lisa. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Let Go Lean In Podcast. I so appreciate you being a listener. I know that hearing other people's voices and learning about leadership in this way can be very encouraging. And I would greatly appreciate two things. First of all, if you've benefited from this episode, share it with a friend. Let them know about Let Go Lean In podcast. The second thing that would be amazingly helpful to let other people know is to go over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review of this podcast. It could be in general or a specific episode, whichever you prefer. But what happens with the algorithms is that the awareness goes up and other people start to discover this material. So those two things, that you would share it with a friend and that you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Again, I so appreciate your listenership. Looking forward to sharing so many great pieces of information and wonderful interviews with you. Thanks again. Thanks again.